0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 60. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Is there a name for this city, Dan?
1: There was no names listed anywhere. What is the name, Imogen? Oh. Of the city where your parents live, where your family lives and operates.
0: Um, hmm. It's
1: like, you can go with Irish names, you can go with African names, you can go with whatever.
2: What's that place in Wales that's supposed to have the ley line? It's like where Torchwood is. Cardiff? Yeah, sure, we'll go with that.
0: New Cardiff.
1: It's a magnificent city. There's wide avenues of just, like, green space. Uh, There are some tall buildings, uh, but they are sharply constructed. Many of them have, like, their sides are covered in various kinds of, like, moss or vines of some sort. Uh, You don't see any, like, factories anywhere. You certainly don't see any smokestacks uh, of any kind. And even, like, as you're flying down through the atmosphere, most of it is sort of preserved space. There's only a few cities where there's concentrations of population you know you need to go to your family, hideout is too strong a word, like where your family operates, Owens Door Exports.
0: Owens Door?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Owens Door Exports. I've been sitting on that for like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's a short walk through a very pleasant avenue, like just brick walkways. There's there's no cars that people are driving uh, through here. There is some mass transit that some folks are taking, but most of that's most of that's below ground, so you can't even see it.
0: Are the brick walkways conveyor belts? You know, like the people movers at airports?
1: Yeah, we'll say that they are conveyor belts. So you don't even have to move, you don't want to. It's very nice. I don't know how that works at an intersection, but it works. Yumoja has figured it out. They're
0: like elaborate clover leaves. Or they're the roundabouts.
1: Oh, there you're right. Emoji would totally use roundabouts. Uh, yes, you get to the outskirts of Owens oh, Doe or Experts. It's not downtown. It's a little bit on the outskirts of town. There's not a seedy area of town, but it's not as densely developed. Uh It is not its own building. There are other buildings to which it is also attached. Uh But yes, you see Owen's door exports and the front door says temporarily closed.
0: Is this something that's open to the keypad or just it recognizes me and it opens or what?
1: Uh It does not just recognize you. There's like a doorbell. I would know whatever the protocol is. You would know the the standard protocol.
2: Dad, dad, let me in. Yeah,
1: dad, come (laughs) on. Uh, I don't know. Was Imogen the kind of kid who would have snuck out when she was a teenager? Did you and Aiden ever get into trouble doing things like that?
0: I think Aiden and Imogen did, but I don't think it was like to evade our parents. I think we felt somewhat neglected by our parents. Like our parents were busy with work and things like that, and were not sufficiently entertaining to us. Okay. And so, like, we would go out and do things.
1: Okay. I will add this detail. Imogen, you know your family has underworld connections of some sort or another. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're not fully, like, aware of what all those are. You know that this door exports is, like, the front business for your family. And you know that your parents actually ran more of the front business. Mm -hmm. They did much less of the underworld stuff, which is perhaps why they were boring.
2: (laughs) But they have a bounty on it from a mercenary company, so there's some
1: There's some excitement, yes. <laughs> uh yes, you give a certain kinda of rap, you ring the doorbell, someone comes up uh to the door, no one you recognize, Imogen. Uh they open it like, uh, I'm really sorry, we're we're kinda closed right now. Dealing with some
0: You're not closed to me, you're not. Where's Leo?
1: Uh sorry, uh Leo, Mr. Leo Owendover, is, uh, he's very busy right now. He doesn't have time.
0: This person is polite, correct?
1: This person is polite, yes.
0: But they are not physically occupying the full door.
1: The door is only open a little bit, and they have... Okay,
0: I shove the door open. Okay. I'll make a coercion check if you want. Like I have, I think
1: a coercion check would be appropriate here.
0: I am pushing my way into this establishment.
1: Yeah, two purples. What do you say to them?
0: What do I say? Uh, it Was our home attached to this... Or was our house somewhere
1: else? I'll say there are there's living space attached to this, but like the entire not the entire family lives here.
0: No, but did I? Your choice. Okay, I will say yes, I did. Okay. As I shove the door open and step past this person, or force my way past this person, I I will say like I don't know who you are, but you can't tell me I have no right to be in my own home.
1: Okay, this is just two purples,
0: three successes, and two advantages.
1: Being in your own home, and like. The person, like their brain is kinda of turning. They're like, looking up at the wall. I don't know, there's like a fam- they there's probably not a family tree up on the wall, that'd be kinda of dumb.
2: <laughs> but she has a thick accent and a long brain. That was She a has nice a thick accent and a long thing. brain, they're
1: like, oh, you're an Owendo. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I- sorry, can I just like double check your your identity chip here? Sorry, uh Mr. Owendo, or uh, Leo, I suppose you would know him as. He just he wanted to introduce introduce some precautions.
0: I out whatever
1: what your identity uh, your chip or whatever
0: uh first i want to get a vibe on this person
1: ah good idea
0: And make sure they're not just being like super good actor
1: just to get a copy of your identity chip
0: <laughs> well no to be like ah excellent another own door let's bag her
2: that would be devious of them we have them all hostage in the house for so them. i want
0: general emotional state okay it is successful with one advantage and a triumph
1: Uh, A little bit scared, very nervous, is the vibe you get. But again, like, not gleeful, not untreated, like, definitely cowed, this person is apologetic, I should say.
0: Okay. So I am, like, brushing my way into the the building, like, past this person, and kind of, like, uh, almost, like, nonchalantly, like, holding out my ID for them to scan or whatever, and are you doing anything with that triumph?
1: I'm open to ideas on what the triumph is.
0: I wouldn't mind also, like, knowing if there's anybody else here. Ah. So, like, I could do an upgrade and, and do my sense life forms. No, 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 no. I, I think that makes
1: sense. I think you just get... You get a vibe of... Not in this room, but in the next room, there are many, many people.
0: Okay. Then I kind of, like, flip out my ID for this door greeter, but I am, like, brushing past them, like, heading towards that other room. Okay. And, like, over my thrower, I... My shoulder I just threw out. And she's with me.
1: Uh, Okay, the the greeter was like, was gonna like check her ID or something, but after checking yours, like any green light. She's like, uh, okay,
0: okay, that's fine. And I marched right through and throw open the
1: door. You all can roll to recover strain with a cool or discipline. I think that's a good end of encounter right there. Okay, Uh, you enter into the next room. I'll say the construction in Umoja is so good, like, rooms are relatively soundproof from one to the next, but you open up the door, there's, like, a heated argument uh, going on. You can see Imogen, like, most of your family, you recognize Uncle Leo, Uh, he's lost a little bit more hair in the last year or two, uh, but he's got a long braid going down the back. Uh, You see your parents, they're in another corner, they're just kind of, like, sobbing, they don't know what to do. You see other family members that you, of course, recognize. Uh, Several family members also seem to have tough people with them who are just looking tough uh, as well. Uh, You catch just like a bunch of quick tidbits of like, we won't be bullied by pirates. And look, is there any way we can get the money? And like, Eden was a fool, okay? Or poor Aiden, he was a good lad.
0: Imogen shouts into the room, was?
1: (laughs) You catch someone's, one of your, I don't know, one of your cousin's attention. Aye, there's no way we can get the money. He made his bed, he can sleep in it. Leo, like, takes a gavel. You know where you got a gavel from. <laughs> he pounds on the a table that, like, kind of calls things to order. It's not a shillela or whatever. A <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, let's not act too rashly. Most of us don't have the forward picture. Imogen, thank you for arriving as fast as you could. The rest of us have gotten here when we can. We all know there's trouble with Aiden. Here's what we know. Aiden was making a deal to deliver umulging weaponry. And you hear like some murmurs. Like foolish damn decision. To a certain uh, pirate crew called the Jackson's Revenge. I've never heard of them. I don't know what they're up to. We know that these pirates betrayed him and they're holding him hostage now. And they're demanding one million credits from our family to release him. But of course... I apologize, his accent keeps shifting. Do it to our business model. We can't really go petitioning the protectorate for help. So, we need solutions. And you know, like, he opens the floor back up to ideas. A few more people shout of just, like, some people say, like, forget him. Some people say, like, if we sell off the whole family business, we can get the money. Some say we should hire a bunch of mercenaries.
0: What do I do? I have to, like, grab the shillelagh? Like, how do I quiet this room down so I can speak?
1: Uh Leadership <laughs> is the appropriate skill for that.
0: Okay.
1: Two purples and a red, because I'm upgrading. Because your family they're tough people. They don't like to be pushed around.
0: I
2: will upgrade as well. Okay. How many of the faces are from the poster?
1: Or are any of them? Oh, there are a few faces from the poster, Lily, if you're looking for a quick quick money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well yeah, I'm I would be scanning the room.
1: Yeah, Leo's face is definitely on the poster. And Imogen's parents' faces are on the poster. Really?
0: The legitimate business people. I guess their pictures were in Aiden's wallet.
1: That is exactly <laughs> what I was just thinking, like, who do you have pictures of? But why is Imogen's picture on, not on there? I don't know. Who keeps a picture of their sister?
0: So I failed the leadership check with one advantage.
1: So people are shouting. You're not able to get the group's general attention. Uh, you are able to get Leo's attention.
0: I guess also a number of these people, they haven't seen me since I was just a lass. I've been away for a little over a year, but, like, nobody here views me as anybody who has any life experience.
1: Right. They don't view you as necessarily, like, as an adult, even though, like, you've killed people now.
0: Yeah. They don't know where I went or what I've done or anything, but I do catch Leo's attention, you say?
1: You catch Leo's attention, yes.
0: Okay.
1: He's like, ah, did you have a safe trip, last?
0: No, Uncle. None of us are getting off planet safely while this remains a problem.
1: What do you mean? Nice bodyguard, by the way.
0: I, like, across like, my collar on my shirt, and, like, there's this bruise here. Oh. From, like, one of the clubs from the fight, and I say, there's bounties on all of us. And then, like, as I keep talking, I kind of, like, put my hands on my hips in a way that pushes back my jacket, and so, like, you can now see, like, I carry a pistol.
1: You mean business.
0: Not only that, but, like, I didn't just buy it, right? It's not, like, this brand new shiny pistol.
1: No. (laughs) No, it's been through fire.
0: (laughs) Right. And creep, and I fixed it, and, you know, it's got scratches. And so, like, I am far more worldly than I was when I left here. And I say, like, this can't just be about, like, that That ransom makes no sense for, for what you're saying. It can't just be about he was doing his own deal on weaponry. There has to be something larger going on, or there wouldn't be bounties out for every Owendor out there.
1: Does strike me as a bit odd, less I confess.
0: Was there not some larger deal going on with the family?
1: I suspect Aiden thought he'd be breaking into a new business, and I suspect he didn't deliver. I didn't want to tell the family that. Because like I'm trying to convince them to get the money or do something to get him back.
0: These numbers don't make sense.
1: This is a pirate's crew. It's not their normal kind of business operative. We don't trade in weapons. The American weaponry is highly protected. I don't know where Aiden got his source either. And I have to stop switching to a Russian accent. This is difficult. <laughs> he pulls off a mask. He was Neiman all along.
0: Did Aiden actually have access to weapons? Was he actually delivering some? Had he done smaller deals with the pirates first? Like, it doesn't seem like you could just instantly get some super large contract. And the idea that they think they can hold him hostage and somebody has a million dollars to pay, plus the fact that they have bounties out for any Owen Doher out there, like, this sounds like we offended them, not we didn't deliver on a business deal.
1: Well, Alas, in the kind of business we're doing, if you don't deliver, that's a mighty offense. And if it's for weapons, people get twitchy around weapons as he, like, looks down to your pistol. I don't know what connections he had. I don't know how much deal he was making. He struck out on his own. I offered to bring him into the proper family business, you know, moving out to, to pieces of uh, agricultural equipment and other things that, frankly, the Dominion would never be able to develop on their own. But the economic block paid the Dominion put up uh, threw a bit of a wrench into things. It's harder to move things. It's more valuable, but it's hard at last. It's much harder. Where he got the weapons, I don't know, but I imagine, given the news we've heard from Dominion Space, it's even more valuable than ever. What about your, your mercenary friend? Do you know much about these pirates?
2: Do I know much about these pirates? I didn't really get anything. I didn't remember.
1: You didn't remember, but like you've gotten a few more pieces of details... Make a Knowledge Terran check at this point. Just two purples. See what you might have put together.
2: Two successes and a threat.
1: Okay, it it finally clicks. Like, you've heard a couple different pieces. Pirate Mercenary Company, the name Jackson's Revenge. They're interested in high-tech weaponry. And they take great offense. That does sound like the ship you served on. Oh,
2: so I do know
1: some things. They were no-nonsense kind of people. And they, they were packing.
2: Well, I don't know that I'm going to say that in front of everybody.
1: Right, you're like you're off to the side. You, it's you, Imogen and Leo, right now.
2: Well, no, because I don't know Leo. I mean, that's fair. I don't have a problem Imogen knowing this, but also it ties back to the resocialization. So I'm not going to say that I was on the crew, but I. Yeah,
1: that be that might be a bad thing to reveal right now.
2: I'll say yeah, they are no pretty no nonsense. So this could have
1: really riled them up. Uh, another detail: the Jackson's Revenge, like that's the name of a ship. Mm-hmm. It's the name of a battle cruiser. The pirates, they might have other smaller ships, but, like, that's their flagship. Okay. And it's an old battle cruiser, so it's got some old equipment on it, but it's big and it's, it's deadly.
0: It had a Yamato gun, didn't it?
1: Yamato cannon.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what all would be helpful for him, so that's about all I'll say. Okay. And then, I mean, I'll let Imogen think about if she wants to follow up or whatever. I'm mostly, you know, I know he's her uncle, but I'm really whatever Imogen
0: wants. You say that, and Imogen turns to you, and she says, you've heard of them then. Yeah. Um, Do they have the kind of bankroll that they could be making multi-million dollar purchases?
1: You're not sure, Lily. And you you obviously worked for them a while ago. You don't know what happened to them since.
2: Yeah, I think I will say it's been a while, but...
1: Yeah, that's a lot of credits.
2: But it wouldn't stop them from asking for that much.
1: That's true.
2: But probably it wasn't, the deal probably wasn't that much. I mean, a million credits sounds more like a statement to me.
1: Put this in perspective. The bounty on Jim Rayner, 500,000 credits.
2: Right. But that's from, like, a government.
1: Like, yeah. I think that that would almost be like, I'm really pissed off.
0: Yeah. And... that's That's from a government of, like, the leader of a terrorist organization. That's why I feel like these numbers are not making sense.
2: I think whatever happened, they really got riled up.
0: I know Aiden could be a troublemaker, but, like... This doesn't seem like it's just, oh, he didn't deliver a shipment. This seems like it has to be something far more serious happened. Or this pirate group is delusional and they don't really expect this money to be paid. In which case, what are they getting out of this? They're just going to like, uh, they they have bounties out on us. They are offering to pay people money to collect more Owen dollars.
1: That'd be trouble in less.
0: I mean, it sounds
1: like
2: war to me. I'm going to actually bend over and whisper to Imogen, I was on the crew. Uh, give me a... So I'll let her ask whatever questions she wants with that, but I just don't want to be like, hey, I was on the pirate crew, and now I'm re
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lily, give me a streetwise check, because, like, Leo is right there.
2: Oh, I'm not trying to hide from him that I'm whispering to her.
1: Yeah, but he's trying to listen. You're trying to hide what you're actually whispering. Yeah, yeah. A red and a purple.
2: Does this seem like a really hard thing? Because I also don't have to tell her right now. It's
1: up to you. You're reckless, though.
2: Yeah, you're right. I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's <laughs> all Dan has, has
0: to say.
1: Yeah, one success. It's clear you're whispering some detail, but you don't think he can hear you.
0: Yeah. All right, can I make a cool check?
1: Yeah, I think that's that's called for.
0: I'm
2: more interested in him not knowing that I'm re-socialized than really that I was on the crew.
1: <laughs> yes. No, I don't care that I was on the crew. Just don't ask why.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't remember
0: as much as you want me to tell you. What is the difficulty for the cool check? Uh, just two purples. I succeed with two threats.
1: You do take some strain. It's a little bit of sweat of like Lily served in the same pirate crew that is supposedly holding your mother hostage. One more thing about Lily you didn't know before.
0: No, but I know that Lily has got a good I'm going to say good memory. Lily's got a good <laughs> <say> <laughs> spatial memory like she's always like focused on like the layout of places and like the maps of things like that and so that actually makes me think like that you might know like the layout of their ship and things like that all right imogen just nods at you and turns her attention back to leo was there a specific reason you brought me back or just because you thought i'd want to know
1: i thought you'd want to know and it's not trying to marshal all the resources we can on this
0: if you think i've got a million credits think again uncle
1: I hear there's money to be made in Dominion. I thought, maybe, it's worth a shot. But, you're also a little bit less well-known than most of the other Owen Dovers, you were. You left, essentially, as a child. I have the location where these, uh, pirates are looking to make the exchange. I don't think we're going to come with the credits. But, if we're going to do something, we might be able to do it there. If you could check it out ahead of time, that might help us out a bit. Most of my associates, or most of the rest of our family... The more into the business, end of things, they don't, they don't like to get too dirty themselves, but I can see you don't have that problem.
0: Can I make a negotiate check with him?
1: Sure. What are you trying to negotiate for?
0: I want the hull of my ship fixed first. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that'll take such a long time. Like, it, it's more a matter of, yeah, I'll be happy to go and scout this out, but our ship is not in super great condition right now.
1: Okay. Your negotiation against Leo Owendoer is going to be two reds and a purple.
0: Do we have story points?
1: You do. I'll
0: spend one. It's a wash, so perhaps there is not time to get that done.
1: Yeah, he's like, well, so I don't have a mechanic on call right now. We're kind of... The delivery's in a week. I feel sorry, but I don't, uh, I just don't have the resources to...
0: Where is the delivery?
1: The delivery is on a nearby world, Jarbin Minor. Uh, says, it used to be a Mnumogen colony, but unfortunately it's, uh, it's one that's got some Zerig presence decided it's better to remove all presence there, and they gave up the planet.
0: Do you know anything about the Zerg presence there? Do you know if they've got Mutalisks or... And Imogen, like, rattles off questions because she knows things about Zerg now.
1: Yeah, you do. And then he's like, Lass, what is a mutilisk? There's, there's there's, Zergs, right?
0: Lily now understands, like, Imogen's state of, like, complete ignorance from before.
1: <laughs> I told you there's Zergs there. And, like, he's always ta- he's talking about plural Zergs.
0: flying <laughs> Zergs?
1: I don't- what- what do you mean there's different kinds of zergs, That It doesn't make any sense. Zergs. That's not something we emojis normally deal with. We do all we can to keep them from invading our home world here. Very blessed that we don't have zerg in our world.
2: Okay. <laughs> you definitely don't have any zerg on there, world.
1: Right? I'm gonna need easy cool checks from everybody. Just for how much, like, yeah, yeah, no zergs here. Nope. One I, threat.
0: I fail with two advantages. You
1: fail with two advantages, you fail with a threat. Yeah. Like, he sees you two both kind of shift- are there Zergs on our, are there Zergs on Emoja? Last you gotta tell me.
0: No, there are not Zergs on Emoja. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're still being deceptive. You still have to make a roll, even though you're technically correct.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Although I would be surprised if besides the ones we brought, that their scientists our... are yeah. every world has a Zerg that's being tested on by scientists.
1: This is a red and two purples. Uh you had some advantages, I'll give you a blue die. I'm not gonna say anything.
2: Well, I have to.
1: The good news is he expects you to be, like, the gruff mercenary, so...
0: Success with one threat.
1: <laughs> okay. But, like, you got him thinking more about Zerg as, like, just a problem. He's like, I think that could be a problem on this this world, then.
0: So, I want to ask you a question, Dan, regarding my extended family. Yes. Are they all business people, merchanting type people? Are any of them, like, known to be, like, tough? I'm not necessarily, like, canvassing you to send NPCs along with us, but, like... Would it make sense for, like, any of my cousins to come along?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Are any of them thiefy, sneaky typey people for, like, if we're going on reconnaissance, that it would make sense? Like, we have the ship, we have the wherewithal to do this. Are there any of the other young folk that it makes sense to come along?
1: I think if you spend a story point, then yes. You have one story point right now.
0: I would like to spend that story
1: point. Your cousin will say. Like, just a little bit younger than maybe two years younger than you. You're, like, 21 or 22. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so someone who's just, like, 18 or 20. And, like, you didn't think of as an adult before. Right. But you realize, like, oh, no, this person in, like, Thiefy Sneaky, someone who always wanted to join you and Aiden on whatever escapades you were going on, but they were always too young.
0: Okay. This fellow's name is Leaf. So Imogen asks her uncle, is there anybody else who knows about the current family business, might know a thing or two about what Aiden's been up to, like, that he wants to send with us?
1: Right, so how this goes, I think, is Leo kind of looks at him and says, Last, you know, the family, the business, we don't get our own hands dirty. That's just not how we do things. And, like, as he's saying that, just from, like, behind a potted plant or something, (laughs) like, kind of peeks out Leaf. Like, he kind of, like, looks at you and is like, that's not entirely accurate. Sorry, I've been working on my Dominion accent. How was that? (laughs) Like, Leo looks at him and is like, he is too young.
0: And Imogen, Imogen, who is ambitious, turns to leave and says, don't let anyone ever tell you that. Then she asks him, like, do you know anything about what Adrian was up to? Did he tell you anything? Or did you see anything?
1: I saw a couple things. He did get his hands in some weaponry, but not like one box. Couldn't have been worth a million credits. Uh, But he was doing most of his work off-world, so I didn't have a chance to see him. So I don't know who these pirates are, really. But he did have access to some tech he got here. On Yumoja. And he got it off. He, I don't know how he was able to smuggle that off. I wanted to learn that from him. But he wouldn't let he was very secretive about it.
0: The place that he observed things. Did Aiden have his own like safe house type thing on the side? Like and Leaf followed him to it one day? Like is there anything that we can check out here in New Cardiff before we head out?
1: Right. Let's see if he did. Uh, let's see if Leaf saw anything, shall we say?
0: Okay. Just like anything that would give us a little more information before.
1: Yeah. We- yeah. Uh, unfortunately, no. He's like, no, I saw him, I saw him make the shipment, uh, fly out with it. He borrowed the family ship to make a...
0: That's the reason everybody's in the uproar. He took the family ship.
1: That too, yeah. Like, as a family, as a business, like, you probably have something, but maybe not, uh, interstellar, maybe just interplanetary. No, it probably is within the sector, but it's not a very super nice ship.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I saw him loading it up, and I saw one of the, the one crate open. Definitely, it was stamped the Umoja military. I just don't understand why why that would be t- terribly injured. Like, we don't fight in that many wars. Our our military equipment can't be that good. I mean, the Dominion fights in wars nonstop. They're like you've been you lived in Dominion, isn't that mil- like? And he looks actually he looks at you, Lily. Like, look, you you must have been a soldier. Isn't the Dominion military like insanely powerful?
2: Compared to, like, compared to us,
1: like, sure we have fancy Marines, but
2: you know what, Lily might just say everybody wants weapons.
1: Hmm. That's a good point. It's, it's pirate's probably the same boat. But hey, I've never been to Darwin Minor. It sounds like a great place. Except for the zergs. could do without the zergs. I think. I've never seen a zerg. Have you seen a zerg?
2: I've seen plenty. Imogen stabbed one in the face.
1: You stabbed a zerg in the face? Climbed <laughs> right up it. Stabbed
2: it in the face. Dang. <laughs> I love to tell this story. <laughs> it's a short story. You are so cool. It was the size of a building.
1: Uh, Leo has lost interest in this conversation. He's given you the coordinates. Yep. Uh, but he's very much lost interest in it.
2: So was from the, the pirates, was there some sort of connection to the Dominion or whatever? Like, I, it seems surprising to me that anybody was asking about Dominion in related to this.
1: I think people are just asking about the Dominion because that's, they're the biggest player in the sector.
2: Oh, so they were assuming, I, I didn't know if the pirates were considered to be part of the Dominion. No,
1: definitely not. Okay. You know, Lily, they are also, among other things, a mercenary company. Yeah. So the Dominion could hire them.
2: Right. I was trying to understand why the, anybody thought that the Dominion was in particular trying to buy these weapons.
1: No, you, you don't think it was the Dominion. It was the pirates purchasing the weapons. Okay. Maybe they were going to resell them, you don't know, but. It's hard telling what they were going to do. Yes, so Leaf says, like, they must have made some contact in the Eumogen military at research or something. We could try to track down who that was to find out more about what he was shipping out. Maybe if we could get a proper shipment, that would have to be sufficient. Did
0: he have an apartment or something?
1: Yes, he did. He got tired of living with your folks, running the door exporting business. Very nice doors, we have him. I have to give your folks, aunt and uncle, credit. They tried to make the door exporting... And they tried to make it work, they did. I just don't think there's that much money in exporting doors.
0: All right. Then uh, we should go check out his apartment because there could be uh, there could be computers for Lily to hack. <laughs> this is true. Before that happens, though, I do step over to my parents.
1: They're grieved. They're sobbing. Like, your parents, like, they tried to run, a, like, a legit business. You and Aiden always got into trouble, but they raised your rights. They're glad to see you. They're like, oh, Imogen, you're safe. Oh, gosh, we thought something terrible might happen to you in the Dominion. So far away. you never right. They don't write Ooh, there, And with what's gone on with your poor brother, Aiden, he was such a good boy.
0: I tell them not to write him off.
1: What are we going to do? We don't have a million credits.
0: I tell them that I don't think a million credits would solve this problem.
1: But they asked for a million credits.
0: Yeah, and if we were able to deliver a million credits, then they would ask for more.
1: So we need more than a million?
0: No, we need to stop them. And that's what I'm going to go do.
1: Oh, last, don't do that. That's...
0: <laughs> turns. You're
1: just gonna get yourself hurt. No, lass. Oh, lass. But you just got home, and you're gonna leave right now.
0: Yep. Imogen turns, and she goes and meets Leaf at the door to go check out Aiden's apartment.
1: Okay. uh Yes. Leaf leads you to the apartment. He won't tell you the address. He's like, "No, no, I have to take you there."
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: <laughs> he doesn't want to be left behind. Aiden has an apartment on the out, oh, not the outside He has an apartment downtown. Kind of an up-and-coming area, not super nice, but most places are pretty nice here on Umoja. But this is, uh, this is a reasonably secure apartment, and if you're not a resident, you can't just walk into the compound. Uh, so there's like an an adjutant AI there at like the front door, essentially to the building. It says hello. How can I help you? Are you a resident? Have you lost your card? I say
0: that I'm here to visit my brother, who is a resident.
1: Of course. Who is your brother?
0: I didn't want to her.
1: Aiden Owendor, Unit 44B. I will ring him and let you know you're here, and he can come and let you in.
0: Hmm.
1: Apparently it rings, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the door trying to assess. Is there, like, a wall? Is there a fence? Like, what do we have to scale here?
1: There's definitely super nice windows.
0: We have access to the building itself?
1: You are, like, not inside the... the You're, like, at the outside. You're, like, there's a front gate kind of thing.
0: Okay, so we have to get through a gate. Or over a wall of some sort first?
1: Yes. through a wall. So there's some obstacle in the way. Just like in a normal apartment complex, uh, they don't let just anybody in. It's like either you have a code to get in or someone buzzes you in kind of thing. Something like that.
0: So how high is the wall?
1: I'd say it's maybe 10 feet high. It's more of a privacy and deterrent than a, we will definitely keep you out.
0: I mean, 10 feet will definitely keep me out, but it's not going to keep Willie out. No.
2: What
1: does the security
2: look like around this wall? Like, are there cameras, or...
1: You make a perception check of two purples.
2: One success and two advantages.
1: There's a few cameras. There's not a ton, and they seem to be pretty... They're discreetly placed. Uh Uh-huh. They're not trying to be super obvious about it. Right. Probably because they want it to seem like a nice area.
2: Are there any places that I can see there are, like, blind spots for it that I could maybe scale the
1: wall and... The cameras, it looks like they're the black dome kind. That, like, there's probably an interior rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you time it right, you can slip through. But there's no areas that are permanently unseen. Right. But can I tell? You succeeded with advantage, so yes, you think
2: you can tell. Okay. What did we say was 44B, is what he said? Yeah.
1: That's like the apartment. If you just want to, like, get into the building, though, you might have an easier time.
0: I'll try to go ring you in. I say you go and do your stealthy, athletic stuff, and then you can buzz us in.
1: Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so give me an athletics check first. Two purples. Meanwhile, like, Leaf is there with you watching, like, whoa, she is so cool.
2: Well, let's see how cool I am. Two advantages.
1: Two advantages. Like, you try to to kick up, but, like, ten feet's pretty up there, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't get up there.
1: Yes, I'll say athletics is not going to get you up there. You'll need some other skill. And, like, it slopes outward a little bit, so it's even harder than it looks.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can't quite get the tic-tac going or whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else is there that could get me
1: over this wall? Don't you have natural athlete, natural parkour?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I have natural parkour. I can re-roll it. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. Let's see if I can do it this time. One triumph and one failure.
1: Triumph and failure? (laughs) Yeah. I think with a triumph on this, you're going to run up. Someone is coming out, actually like a side gate.
2: I just go in through the gate. Yeah.
1: And you can kind of just slip in through the gate. Give me a streetwise check of two purples, though. Just to... I'm supposed to be here.
2: To time it? Or can I use stealth to not be seen or no?
1: Stealth would actually make more sense. Yeah, two purples. And I have a point here, so a red and a purple, actually. Four
2: successes and a threat.
1: Okay, someone definitely noticed someone's... Was there someone there? But they... So, like, you, you take some strain, just from a little bit of stress, but you sneak in the door.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I sneak in, and then I guess
1: I go up to... You can buzz... You could, like, you could open the door, the front door for them if you wanted, directly right now.
2: Okay, yeah, then I'll, I'll buzz them in, because I don't know how I'm going to get into the apartment. I was... I
0: imagine it's a
1: That'd be my suspicion as well.
2: Yeah. Let me buzz them
0: in first.
1: Bzzz. You're in the front door, so you can just open it for them, then. Yeah. You guys are in the building now.
0: Has Leaf actually been in this apartment before?
1: He only knows the address. So he said, yeah, 44B. He accidentally got some mail in the wrong place. That's how I found out. And I watched him come here a couple times. He didn't see me, though, because I'm, I'm super sneaky. He's
2: talking to his cousin. So we go up to 44B. I mean, I'm assuming once we're in, nobody's really, like, worried about...
1: Not really, no. And, like, it's not... The people aren't walking around all the hallways everywhere. It's an apartment complex in the middle of the day. There might be one person, but...
2: So yeah, we go up to 44B and see.
1: Yeah, you head up there. Leaf is asking, like, so are you in like a mercenary company? He's like asking you, Lily. Are you like a mercenary?
2: Um,
0: sure. And then...
2: (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Whatever we
1: are is always too complicated. Yeah, that is very (laughs) true.
0: Our business status is, it's complicated.
1: Wait, wait, do you and Imogen, like, are you your own mercenary company now? Oh, that's awesome. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Can I join your mercenary company? <laughs> you rethinking bringing him along?
0: Leif, you're not convincing me you're sneaky with all your chit-chat. So what kind of lock is on this door?
1: I feel like it's whatever, however Aiden would really want to protect his front door. So he's, it's probably a basic lock, but he's probably put some extra things on it. So I feel like it's a two purple lock with two black dice.
2: So is it like a technological thing, or like... There,
1: there is some tech that's part of it, but it's not, even in a highly advanced society, you don't feel like doors... Uh, you know what? It is from Owen's doors, so it's a nice, a really nice-looking door, but the lock is not...
0: Can I give her a blue dye? Yes. My psychological knowledge of Aiden.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know what kind of security protocols you would follow. It's skullduggery. It can be computers, if you wish. Well, I'm going to use computers, then, because that's a little bit better. Four successes. Uh, you can tell it's got a relatively complex computer lock on it. But it's set up by someone who like doesn't have a lot of computers knowledge.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They bought some advanced security software, but they did not custom configure it right like they could have. So you're able to to bypass it, and it probably also had like an alarm mechanism that you've uh, disabled for the time being as well.
2: I do seem pretty criminal.
1: <laughs> but you're not a thief.
2: Oh, I'm not a thief. I'm not a criminal at all. But I can sneak into places and break into houses. And oh yeah, I ran with pirates.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you get into Aiden's apartment, safe house, whatever you want to call it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it is pretty stark in here. There's like only a little bit of furniture, not a whole lot. What are you looking for in here?
0: I was looking for any evidence of there being more to this than than what Leo and the family knows. Or else like information that would point to Aiden's contact in the military how he was getting access to weapons, just any additional information that I can have going in so that if I end up having to talk to these pirates, I know a bit more about what's going on.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Or, you know, have somebody else to sick them on instead of my family.
1: Right, right. I, I hear you. Each of you make a perception check. A red and two purples. It's pretty stark. It has been occupied for several weeks, at least, it looks like. There was some old beer in the fridge. No, there's some old kombucha in the fridge. Excuse me. Oh, of course. are with one threat. Two successes with a threat. You guys, for looking around, like, you're checking on the mattress. There's nothing under there. There's, like, some generic utility bills in his place, but not anything too special. Lily, you, like, you're poking around in the bathroom. You sort of, uh like, unscrew part of the, like, shower head. You think someone could fit something back there, and sure enough... Uh, he's fit like some information back there. It looks like, like a piece of actual paper that he's written something on. Which is uncommon in Umoja. Okay. And it's got like the address, some contact information for meeting someone in the prop department of a local <laughs> theater company. I show it to Imogen.
0: He wasn't even selling real weapons.
1: Real weapons are hard to get.
0: Oh, brother.
1: Where are they?
2: <laughs> now I see why they were so pissed.
1: Yeah, so you see that. Did you have advantages? I had a threat. Okay, so there's like in the prop department and you do see like there's an note that like bulk out the couple legit pieces like to himself. All
0: right, so he had some legit pieces but not nearly enough and he had somebody fabricate fake ones to fill out the rest.
1: Seems to be the case
0: not good enough just to be a smuggler also also gotta be a trickster
1: that was Aiden oh. why
0: do you keep saying was
1: <laughs> oh sorry I just say you know if he is gone forever I better get used to it now all we have to do is make
2: some straw men and we're like look we got all the earned doors."
0: yep yep we'll just braid the
1: straw what if we just print fake credits
0: <laughs>
1: fake dominion credits for these pirates
0: Are credits different?
1: Not really, no. Otherwise it'd be way too complicated.
0: Right. Everyone just uses zero. It's fine. Yeah. Do you want to go to this props place? I don't think we need to. Initially I was thinking, oh, maybe that person was involved or like came up with the idea or whatever. But when Dan read out the rest of the note, it makes it sound like Aiden sought this person out for the fabrication. The only thing we would possibly learn is like what exact types of weapons there were. And I don't think that's really helpful.
2: Okay.
0: The only possible reason to go talk to that person would be if they were an actual business partner of Aiden's, and they might know something about the actual context of the delivery, or, or okay. something like that. Uh, I asked Leif if Aiden was seeing anyone.
1: Seeing anyone? Oh, the most salacious of things! I see. No, he was always too busy for work. I tried to, I tried to get him to come out with me once. He was said he was too busy.
0: Okay.
1: I thought he was just blowing me off.
0: Well, you see now that he was busy.
1: Not the right kind of busy, I don't think.
0: Alright, then I think we're safe to head to Jarbin Minor now.
1: Aye, we are. So how how are we getting to Jarbin Minor? We gotta find a ride somewhere? We've got a ship. You've got a ship? Your mercenary company has a ship? This guy's gonna totally idolize you if he does not already. Does everyone in the Dominion have a ship? Is it very... No, but
0: most mercenary companies have ships. That's how they get around and do business.
1: I guess that makes sense. Sorry, I've never been a mercenary before. What's the pay, by the way? Not very good.
0: <laughs> oh, we're getting paid?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Getting paid's not something that really happens.
1: Doesn't seem like a good business to be in, then, does it?
0: What about you? Are you in business yet?
1: Well, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. There's, there's an awful lot of eyes here on your mojo. I've been thinking of... Uh, Moving to one of the colonies and trying out there. So it's not the it's not that much money to be had here. Pretty much everything's automated and it's just carrying on. People want to do something with their credits they can find an automated way to do it. I put on a, a magic show and he flourishes out a bunch of cards from nowhere. Nice. People just aren't interested in that. And they're gone. A short show. <laughs> I'm working on it!
0: <laughs> then, like, somebody just takes out their automatic card shuffler. Yeah, yeah, we can do this too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and with the economic blockade, it's even... People uh, don't like to say it, but it's... They're a little hard up on the credits. The regular trade is falling off the cliff. Families getting by, but most people are not doing as well. If we didn't have all this automation, we'd be in much dire straits, so...
0: So it's like... Emojins have automated away all the normal jobs, so all they can do is do, like artisan stuff, but they can no longer export their things to the Dominion, so there's no one to sell anything to.
2: There's really no one to
1: sell anything to. Because
2: everybody knows if it's Emojin-made, it's better.
1: It's true. It's got a good brand.
2: They spend a lot of time on each thing, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, is the Dominion military as tough Is their propaganda makes them sound? Could they crush us?
0: If they brought their whole military to bear, I'm sure they could cause problems, but... There is a lot of Zerg, they're still taken care of.
1: Yeah, what about these Zergs? Are they are they coming for Yumojo? Is the Dominion is the Emperor really uh, run by see one of the Zergs?
0: No. Uh no.
1: Is the whole their whole government controlled by Zerg people? No. Oh, okay. I heard it somewhere. But
0: Zerg are used as tools.
1: Zerg are what now?
0: There are devices that can attract them or repel them. And they Dominion government has used some so that's probably a bigger threat than their battleships.
2: Oh, boy. Did I get a sense when we were coming in what their planetary defenses were?
1: Make a retroactive two purple knowledge terror check. It's a wash. You're not sure. Okay. You don't see a lot. Like, walking around, you don't see any military. You know, like, that one Marine is pretty much the only fellow you've seen. Yeah. You didn't see ships flying around. Yeah.
2: I was just assuming like if we had to make a quick getaway, if it was against the emerging government, we might be kind of screwed.
1: Right. Let me go this way, you did not see an orbital defense platform. Okay. Which you know those were on important Confederate worlds, they definitely had things like that. Right. So that's a, a known technology that they could be using or have Right. But maybe they can cloak an entire defense platform, you don't know.
2: Well I don't see anything.
1: Yeah. Uh so you guys leave eight apartment. apartments, mm-hmm. head back to your ship. Yep.
2: Our funky little science vessel with a big red vulture bike glued to the
1: side. Leaf sees that like, this is so cool! (laughs) What does that part do? And he like points to the vulture bike attached to it.
0: Uh, it affects the stability of the ship.
1: Oh, flight stabilizer. Amazing. It's a vulture bike. Can I fly it? The ship? Yeah. Like, what if you two are in a dire scrapes and you need me to swoop in, fly the ship to rescue you, right?
0: You can watch what Lily does, see if it makes sense to you. But I warn ya, yeah, these controls are not like those on Emoja.
1: What do you mean? Like, you take him inside the ship?
0: Yeah, go on the ship, there's like, all those knobs and dials and cables hanging down from the ceiling, and...
1: He is perplexed. Very much so.
0: He's like, ship, turn on.
1: How does it work? I don't understand. Ship, turn on! Fly! Take off! What's the command word?
0: So, no, I don't think you can fly it.
1: I turned it off. Oh, is it key to only one of your voices it is? Clever. Very clever.
2: <laughs> you want to take off now? Nothing else we need to do? Yeah. side. All right.
1: You are at the helm, Lily, Ready to take off. Imogen, you like, go to your room just to get a break from this kid. Yep. He definitely wants to explore and pokes in Lily's room. First thing he does. I guess I don't need to lock it. You probably don't have a lock on the inside.
2: Yeah, I mean, at that point. Oh, what is that?
1: And that's where we'll cut.
2: I don't know. It depends on what you see.
1: <laughs> you can collect 15 experience. Nice. For surviving the exo-station and the Owen Doer family retreat.
0: Do-do-do. Unlock. Supreme skating tirade.
1: Oh, what does that do?
0: <laughs> it makes it a maneuver.
1: Ooh.
0: Which means I can now skating tirade three times in one round if I want
1: to. You could spend your whole round berating people?
0: I mean, it'll cost me tons of strain to do it. Oh, okay. Yep. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.